Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, Mike with BeastNet here, and on this week's episode, I've got with me Kyle Chamberlain. How you doing, Kyle? I am doing fantastic, Mike. It's good to be here. Right on. So I haven't seen Kyle in a while because he's been stationed on the East Coast, and which is actually one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is you being on the East Coast have an advantage that we don't. There's a lot of races that we don't get to see that you've been doing. I keep seeing you post about, you know, what you've done, I think, Savage Race and a few others. And I just kind of wanted to get an idea and talk to you about some of these races that, you know, we're not getting and whether or not it's, whether or not we should actually be thinking about traveling to these races. Because next year I'm planning on probably, you know, doing a little less Spartan and trying to do some more of the other things. I've been very Spartan heavy and I want to try some of the other races and want to decide which ones I should be traveling for. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about the ones that we don't get to see. So absolutely, and I pre- I appreciate you taking the taking the time to talk to me about it because I think that's one thing that a lot of the beasts uh, don't get to see is is the races that happen on the East Coast and and I think it was 2016 when I first transferred over to Florida that was the year I think Ted got six trifectas and I think I got five and after yeah. that Spartan kind of burned me out because they they didn't really want to involve and nothing's really changed and the East Coast opened up my eyes to a whole slew full of new races such as bone frog and and the owner of that is a ex-navy seal so he i know uh they inherited a lot of the battle frog stuff when that that organization went under but uh that obstacle course is a phenomenal one that that one i will always come back to uh, they've recently moved out of florida but they're still like alabama and close close states north carolina and stuff like that yeah still on the east coast i'm actually going uh, up to dc in a couple of weeks to do a bone frog up there and get get my first trident of the year um another great one is is savage race and i i, I really like the the way they they do their elite stuff their stuff mm-hmm. is based off of obstacle completion so there's no penalties but if you can't complete the obstacle you just turn your bracelet and you just continue and do the course and just the overall atmosphere savage is much more party like like that just getting prepped up the, the, the hype up speakers are really amazing they do crowd surfing right before you get out and go do your runs and, and the obstacles are, are very very much different than than spartan same with bone frog bone frog is is a lot different than spartan and between all the races you know obstacles are going to be better worse i mean but i think between bone frog savage and even green beret challenge like they all have their niche in in what they want to do. Like Green Beret Challenge is, is almost like being an infantry person, where it's a lot of a lot of heavy carries. So there'll be uh, you'll probably see a bucket carry like six or seven times throughout the course. And the one thing I like about yeah. Green Beret is they use their their terrain to their advantage. So first time I did a I did a Green Beret was like at an old junkyard, but you're jumping over cars, running through rundown buildings, and then they have their their obstacles sprinkled throughout all this. So they, that's the one thing I love about Green Beret is they utilize their terrain. And I know we tried to get them out here, there just wasn't enough support. But I'm hoping in the future, either 
some people will be willing to travel out for one of their events or uh, I know they're doing one of their Wicked Trail series out here instead, and I'm sure yeah. it'll be a phenomenal experience. Well, and that seems to be one of the biggest problems I've seen with this area. I mean, we have a huge following of people that love OCR, but every yeah. time, because I know who the Gladiator Gladiator tried to come in last year and couldn't get the support, yeah. and I think part of what it is is people here, for whatever reason, they sign up late. So people get worried and they pull out, you know, like Gladiator pulled out like three months before they were supposed to go. And it's like, Oh, cause I remember my first race was a Gladiator, you know, sure. almost 10 years ago now. But so I wanted them back and I wanted to try it again, but it's, that's been one of the big problems in the, the, this area. We think we should have a great, great following and we should be able to pack these things, but we can't. And we haven't been able to keep, you know, like Green Beret, you said. They started to come over here, and then, you know, they just couldn't sell. So it's like we've got to work on that and trying to get get more of these sold and get more of these going because, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. And and I think that's the one thing because I I keep up with the beast on a daily, daily basis. So I'm seeing everyone doing their race, and I'm like, if you're willing to travel for a Spartan, why not travel for something different? Like, and I don't know if it's just people are just so used to Spartan and the rinse and repeat or whatnot, but I, I'm telling you, it's a whole nother world out there in the OCR world. And even in Florida, they have like, uh, like the, the police department in certain cities come up with their own obstacle races. Uh, there's a bunch of local ones called like Tactical Titan that I go. And those are the ones I'll take people that are just getting into OCR because they're not hard, but they're still a lot yeah. of fun, like flying down slides and stuff like that. And, and Florida is not bad because Florida is all flat. And the only thing you have to deal with is the heat there, but it's really not that bad. Well, no, and I mean, we, we go to Hawaii for them, so I mean, why not, you know? And that's kind of my thing. Exactly my point. <laughs> I want to start looking at some of these other ones because, I mean, you know, I've done – I mean, this will be my fourth year going to Hawaii for Spartan. You know, I mean, absolutely, it's Hawaii. So, I mean, and honestly, part of what it is is it fits right with my honey with our our anniversary. So we keep making our anniversary trip and Spartan. Absolutely, but, you can make it. A but it's one of the weekends. It works out. Yeah, yeah. And this time we're going for two weeks. So, I mean, it's you know, it's a vacation, and I get to do Spartan. But that's what I wanted to kind of look at. And I mean, talk to you. I'm sure talking about Bone Frog. A little bit more on Bone Frog. I mean, you, you went into it a little bit, but I want, by the time we're done with this episode, I want people to be excited to fly to the East Coast to go do a Bone Frog or a, uh, my brain just went dead. Any of the other ones. I mean, just uh, Green Beret or Savage Rave. Savage, you know, all those. Yeah. I mean, they're. From everything I've seen about them, they're great, great companies. And, I mean, they would be great, you know, races, but we just don't have them over here. And it's, you know, no, we I need agree. to start getting and, and I, people. Yep. No, I completely agree with you. I, I, we just need to get the support. And, like I said, Savage is still growing all the time. Every every year, it seems like they're putting out a, a new obstacle and, and testing it and they're listening to the, the fans and, and adapting as, as times are changing to me, like Spartan hasn't really done that. And that's the one thing that is kind of frustrating. I'm, 
ever since I have stopped for the most part uh, doing Spartan except the local stuff, then uh, I've had much, much more of a, a better time doing all the other OCRs in the community. I may have lost you there for a second. I just, my, my phone freaked out. All good. Um, no, I completely agree with you on the support. I think like Savage is still growing every year. They're getting bigger and bigger. And I mean, uh, that's the one nice thing. It seems like every year they're, they're adding new obstacles and, and listening to the, the feedback from, from all the, the fans and, and they're evolving as, as time's going on. And to me, it, Spartan hasn't really done that. And ever since I kind of ditched them minus the local stuff, uh, I've had a much greater time. Plus, you know, Spartan just keeps getting more and more expensive. And these races, I can almost mm-hmm. do two for the price of one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing is, I mean, the Spartan kind of, you know, has a special place for most of us because that's kind of, you know, where the beef started and that's where most of us met each other and everything else. But it's like, you know, I look at my wall and all the, you know, the medals I have, you know, for doing all these. And, I mean, there's Warrior, there's the Hell Run, which is gone. Um, what? Slime Run, Dirty Dash. There's a whole bunch of different ones. The Survivor, which was really good and then kind of petered off. And, I mean, there is, you know, I'd like to see more here. But, you know, hey, maybe, you know, like I said, I may be looking at traveling next year. So, yeah. No, absolutely. And, and even outside of OCR, like, like the East Coast has some amazing runs, like uh, – I saw you did the tunnel marathon, and that looks like an experience that, that I need to definitely do when I get back. Yes. But like the, they have a Space Coast marathon or half marathon, and you can choose which side. But if you do it like five years in a row, then the levels get progressively bigger, and it's like different spaceships and stuff like that. It's and it's a phenomenal course. Like the support for the runs, just the the non-OCR runs out here are phenomenal too. Like people will get up set up like their own water station sometimes at the full bar like i definitely remember somebody basically had a full bar so i was like i'll take a shot of fireball on the way here and a shot of tequila on the way back so it's it's actually the phenomenal the community support for these runs too Uh, bone frog is probably i mean it, it is so tough because of all these races are amazing bone frog has some particular because it's it's run by an ex-Navy SEAL, so there's some, some pretty inspirational and, and motivational uh, obstacles. And I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, you have to ex- really be there to experience it. But that is one yeah. of the reasons why. You know, and, and all of their proceeds go to, like, supporting the Navy SEAL Foundation and stuff like that. So, like, I love seeing the OCR support local local charities and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean we've got a few. I mean, you know, we're, we're trying to get one up here. There's a there's a really cool one, Swamp Swamp. My brain's not working at all today. Okay. The the Swamp Run, <laughs> but that we did, um, which is really cool. It's down in uh, Randall, Washington. So, okay. but I mean, so Bone Frog, if well, how would you describe if I, if I was brand new, had no idea. Anything about obstacle courses, races, how would you convince me to go do a bone frog? Uh, it, it, that is a great question. I mean, it, it, it's no different than convincing anyone to go do their first Spartan, their own first OCR or whatnot. 
you just you just tell them, hey, man, and especially if you're going with a group of people, I, I don't think there's any better way to get someone to be like, you know what, I will go with you. We'll go as fast or as slow as you want. The camaraderie of just going through something like that is, is night and day. And, and to me, that's yeah. how I've been able to get so many people. Like right before I left Washington in 2016, I got about 30 of the guys off of my boat to actually come out and do a Spartan with me. And I was like, this is where it's at, you know, like, and we all hung out together and it was really just going out and having a good time. And some of the best people that I've met in the OCR world, I've met either on the course, them passing me, whatever, you know, and it's just the experience in itself. Bone Frog takes it to a different level in the sense that it honors some of the fallen military members that from our past. So, Mm -hmm. Some of the obstacles are tailored around that. And to me, to me, that is being a military guy myself, like that's like high on, on my motivation, but it's hard to explain until you get to those obstacles and you're like, Oh my Lord. And then kind of hits you in the feels. And it's just like, okay, but it, it, that alone just makes it worth it for me. That's awesome. See, and that's cool. Cause that's, you know, I definitely want to get over there, and I, it's what I need to do is plan, like, next year how to get over there and get some of these in, you know. So, so yeah, that's bone Definitely, frog. because, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds amazing, and I've, I've read stuff about them, and I've seen I've seen some videos on bone frog, and some of those look, look great. Uh, one of the issues I have is I think one of the videos I saw, I think it was bone frog, where they were swimming under logs. Was that it, front, it, was it that all depends on the venue. Um, I think it was a Florida venue. There was one that my wife was trying to convince me to, because she, there's two places that she wants to live. It's Florida and Hawaii. So I see a lot of things <laughs> from all of those humid. places. Yeah, she yeah, loves hot per, and humid. And I'm like, yeah. um, so, it could have been, it could have been a bone frog, because they, they're, they're very similar to Green Beret and. They utilize their terrain very well. Their low crawls are probably the lowest that I've ever seen. Like you're literally army crawling, otherwise you're hitting hitting whatever. They like low see, crawls like and because... walls. <laughs> see, I like the low crawl being low like that because I'm one of the ones I can't roll. If I roll after no, like two gotcha. rolls, I want to like I want to puke. You know, so I like the low crawls where I really have to crawl. You know, and get oh, down. Yeah. And I mean, partly for me, my shoulders are so broad. If I roll, if it's anything over, you know, under two foot, I'm going to hit it with my shoulders. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's the bone frog's low crawls is probably as low as it gets. Like, I mean, not all of it's. They don't use barbed wire all the time, but they'll use string or something, something to similar, like a uh, different type of wire. But their low crawls are really, really low. Which which is, is perfect for people like you and, and me. I, I don't mind the rolling, but, you know, it, it's a little more like this is what we're here to do is literally crawl. So I, I, I like those yeah. type of events as well. Yeah, see, that's one thing uh, that I really like. I mean, that's one thing that I've been surprised with Spartan is sometimes, depending on the venue, they don't seem to use their terrain to their advantage. I mean, I can remember in – Montana in 15, we had, I think, three, two or three log carries, and at least yeah. one of them, if not two, were through a swamp, like where there was parts where you stepped into the swamp and you were chest deep in water carrying a log, 
And it's like, yeah, that absolutely. was like, that's awesome to me. I mean, use that terrain, use it to your advantage. And it doesn't seem like they've really done that as much. So, I mean, you're telling me, yeah. you know, like battle or yeah, battle frog does that. I mean, I love that. Uh, terrain race actually did that really well last year at the Olympia venue. They did a really good job yeah. of using the terrain to their advantage, but I mean, besides the hills and stuff like that, you don't see it as much in Spartan them using the terrain like that. No, so besides you just really a, don't. A tough the hill. Only, the only, yeah, the only time you see Spartan really utilize it is when they're trying to get the distance to the races. Like it seems like they struggle every year, at least out here in Washington, to get the required distance, the minimum distance, I should say. And I'm yeah. sure if they ever find a new venue, then it might change things. But it, it, it's really hard to say. But that's the one thing uh, that I would definitely say is different from the East Coast races is, is that they utilize their terrain to the max max extent possible. And here in a couple of weeks, I'll go to D.C., but I've heard D.C.'s uh, Bone Frog is amazing, too. And and shortly after Bone Frog came on the map a couple of years ago, like they, they got Norm from, from Spartan. So... They've got excellent yeah. course designers. You know they do. So, like, that would be another one for the well, people that were totally into his type of courses. Like, that's yeah. another motivating factor right there to try something new. And, I mean, that's the thing, honestly. 2015 Montana Spartan, who designed that? Norm. Uh, was that Norm? Yeah. It was a founders race, so it was actually it was Norm Joe Decina. It was like the found the original Spartan mem- founders that did that race. So that would be why there was a lot of use of terrain and use of what was there. And I love that. I mean, sure. that's how it should be. And I mean, if you read Spartans, the Joe Decina's books, that's what he says to do for a workout: go out, pick up a stick, go out, you know, pick up a log, use what's around sure. you. But it seems like Spartan's gotten away from that. That's why I kind of, you know, want to figure out, you know, some of these other ones. I mean, I don't want to, like, I'm not dissing on Spartan at all, but I'm just saying no, no, that, no. you know, there are other other options out there, you know. And, I mean, you know. And, and that's, be, that's kind of what, what, I, what, what I tell everybody, too. I, I'm like, you know what, there's I, – I love – I still like Spartan, and I'll go do them. I'll take my friends to them, too. But – you're missing a whole nother side of the world when when it's the other other races like Savage is just like one big party and it's a great time uh, and their medals are pretty awesome you can you can get their they do their races all weekend long and they've just changed their their format so they and their slogan is uh, the perfect distance and a lots of fun something to that effect but it's it's phenomenal like their their long race is about seven and a half miles. And then they have a shorter one that's about three and a half, maybe a 5K. And if you do both of those, then you get the giant syndicate medal. And it's it's a phenomenal experience. Like, And most of the races are only within a couple hours from me. So I'm like, easy day. Uh, See, lucky. But yeah, Bone Frog. So I know you mentioned. Bone Frog's awesome, too. I know you said it with uh, Bone Frog. Wasn't that the one you said something about a trident? What's that? What's yes. That? They they actually Which just released that. Uh, it's basically like the trifecta for Spartan. So basically, uh, the Bone Frog has three different distance races. They have like a, a three or four mile one. They have a seven mile one, and then they have a three. The combo of the two they call it Tier One. So they got a sprint, a challenge, and then the Tier One. The Tier One's the short and the medium combined, 
into one race and then okay. have the other two. And then based off of those three medals, it gets put on uh, this ginormous little like metal hanger type of deal. And it has the tridents of basically like the Navy SEALs. Um, and it's got the bone frog logo in the middle. So it's, it's brand new for this year. I'm probably, I think I'm on track to get two this year. So, um, I think nice. EC will be my first and then Dallas will be my second. So it's awesome. But it, it looks See, absolutely phenomenal. See, yeah, we definitely need more of that over here. So, so that's yeah, that's, tri- that's, so that's, that's the, the Trident with yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, does Savages Savage have something is, similar? They have something similar. It's called the Savage Syndicate Medal, and you really you only have to do two of their races out of the year, and it can be a combination. It can either be the long two long races or one long and one short. It just has to be a variation of two two races, and usually where the, where whatever location they go to, they're there for the whole weekend. They'll usually do the long race on Saturday and then the shorter one on Sunday. But you can spread it out however you want if you want to do it multiple locations. And uh, as long as you do those two races, then you basically get this giant, like, battle axe. Or it, it, It's changed every year. Uh, this year it's like a spinner medal but, uh, with their logo on it. But it's it, it's pretty good, good-sized medal as well. But... Savage is more of a more of a party atmosphere. It, it, it's it's a lot of fun though. Like the the speakers get you all hyped up, and then it's like who wants to go crowd surfing? A couple of people go crowd surfing before they, they get you off the, the starting line. It's it, it, it's a great environment. See now that sounds like a blast. It sounds like the the uh, concerts that we used to go to as teenagers. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It definitely. Definitely has that concert mentality uh, vibe to it, especially when you're in an area like man. All right, let's go run seven miles, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I would say you're you're close to my age, I believe, so you would remember yeah. the, the oh, parties like I did, man. Absolutely, those were good old days. Good old days. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, like like each race is. It's completely different, and they're all awesome in their own way. That's that's what I like about it. And I, I, variety is the spice of life, you know. So you know, I'm all about checking new things out. And I mean, Alabama is about an eight-hour drive, but I I drove there right before I had like a two-month work project going on. So that was a lot of fun running at the Talladega Speedway. I know that one's a constant venue in the future. So it's actually pretty fun running around up and down the stadium and through the stadium and around the track and stuff like that. That one was, he channeled my inner Ricky Bobby, you know? <laughs> and like I said, I, I, that sounds awesome to me. I mean, having the party atmosphere like that with Savage and, you know, what other ones do you guys, I mean, Bone Frog, Savage, we've talked about quite a bit. Green Beret, what's that one kind of like? Yeah, Have you Green done any of those? Green, yeah, I've done a couple of them, and I'm really excited uh, at the end of this year, and I'm hoping that I'll see a lot of these. I know Ted's going to be out there for the first ever combine between Bone Frog and Green Beret. Uh, Green Beret is is kind of like Army Ranger School, so there's a lot of carriers alike, and they're probably the master of using their terrain. So, like I said, they like bucket carries. Uh, some some of the obstacles are just 
a backpack just completely loaded with dirt and sand and rocks and stuff like that. So you'll see a lot of that type of stuff. They've got a cool little um, rig towards the end of their race, but it's all made out of rope. So trying to navigate your way through rope between crawl, climb, and swing uh, is quite oh, wow. challenging in itself. Um, lots of lots of lots of rope climbs as well for that one. They love using their rope. So to me, Green Berets really kind of reminds me of the whole military aspect of being a, like if you were going to be a Green Beret. So the obstacles are yeah tailored very much. So a lot of little wood ladders and stuff like that, all made out of rope. So you're climbing up, hitting bells and stuff like that. Um, just they're probably the best though at utilizing the terrain wherever they go. And I have definitely and, and the owners like an ex Green Beret, so he's he's phenomenal as well. And like, yeah, I was my mind was blown when they announced the first ever like OCR combine because because both both of those races race series are still they're probably obviously Spartans at the top and then everyone below that, but. I mean, this is the type of stuff I think the OCR world needs is more more stuff like this where, you know, we're all in it for the same same deal. And with both of them being like military, you know, focused, like I think this is this is an amazing experience. And I'm hoping hoping that a lot of people come out and support it because not only is it a fun OCR, but it's it's an experience, especially with bone fraud. So which one is that? Motivational obstacles. Uh, I believe it's Dallas, Dallas in. Uh, it's under Dallas. the Bone Frog events, November sixteenth in Dallas. That'll be interesting. Might have yep. to look at that one. I am, I am definitely looking forward to it because I'm leaving Florida around November thirteenth and starting my trek over. And I got some friends in Texas, so I'm like, this works out perfect. I'll hit a race on the way, so break up the monotony of driving thirty two hundred miles. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I'm not sure November in Dallas usually has good, good, you know, good history, but you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna find out. I didn't have any issues. You'd have to be a history buff a to get that ago. joke, but you'd have to be gotcha. a history buff to get that joke, or you know, you know, whatever. But I, I know I heard you laugh, and you got it. You know what happened in November in Dallas? So. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but Back yeah, into the life. like. I think I think it would be kind of cool to see Spartan do something like this. You know, I'm maybe I'm hoping that maybe this this opens the doors for other other either local OCRs or other even big names like hell. You could even do Spartan and Tough Mudder come together for an event or something to that effect. You know, I would love to see that. I think that would be amazing. I don't know. I mean, not to sound bad, but I think I. I I honestly don't see Spartan doing that just because of the way they are. But no, I, I mean, I, I would love to. I would think it would be amazing. Exactly what you're saying, like Spartan knows they're at the top and they're just tailoring to get their money's worth. So that and that that was another one of the reasons why I kind of split a little bit away from Spartan. And don't get me wrong, when I when I'm back here in Washington permanently at the end of the year, I'll I will definitely go back and do the local races, the Seattle races, the Portland races. Just you know, to go to go out and catch up with everybody again, but but I am definitely and I and I've told my friends before I was like I will attempt to at least come back here for one of the races, whether it's a 
a savage race weekend or a, a bone frog weekend or whatnot. So those would be races I am definitely willing to travel for. And I strongly recommend because I see everybody traveling all the time from Spartans. I'm like, well, if you're going to travel for a Spartan, travel for something else. Try something new. Well, and I think that's part of the problem you run into is because you get used to what you know. We all know Spartan. We know what Spartan's like, so we'll travel for that. And I think it's just kind of we need to get out of our comfort zone and say, okay, let's travel for some of these other ones. Because I see, like, you know, Ted traveling. I mean, he just went up to Canada for a race. I can't remember what it was called, but he went up to Canada for a race. He He's traveling and doing all sorts of stuff like that. But, I mean, I don't think Ted works. I, I don't know what he does. He's got all sorts of free time. Can't get that guy off the internet. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> okay. I see I all these races. Understand that. Yeah, I see all these races, and I want to go do them. But it's kind of one of those, like, you know, for me, I've traveled. I mean, because I go to go to Vegas every year. Um, I go to Hawaii, yep. you know. So I travel for those. But it's kind of like, you know, like I said, next year I'm trying to look at my schedule and say, okay, where, where do I want to travel to try something new? Well, what what yeah, excites absolutely. me? What out there? You know, and that's why I love talking to people like you who, you know, you're on the East Coast. You're doing these races. I know you know you've done the races I have, and you know, you know, these other ones. And it's like, yeah. okay, what what are these? Excite me. Make me want to go out there and do them, you know. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the nice thing about Savage is it caters to both the elites and, and the regular people because, like, for example, one of their obstacles is called the Colossus, so it's basically like running up a, a pipeline for like a skate park. And then if you can mm-hmm. get to the top of that, uh, then go up another ladder and then you just come down like an 80 foot slide into water. Like it's, it's amazing. But if, if you can't do that obstacle, they have ladders. You just go around the back and you can climb up the ladder and go down the slide without having to do the, the Colossus part. So like it, it caters to anybody that Savage is like, I want to have a good time. But it also yeah. caters to the elite. And, and I think, at least in the OCR world, if they want to make traction and make this an Olympic sport, they need to move more towards obstacle completion versus, okay, I can just burpee out of this yep. and move on, you know? And, and I'll be honest, that's been a huge, huge push of mine that I've said multiple times on a podcast is I think they need to go to an obstacle completion because you run into, you have those racers that are fast enough that come up to an obstacle and they're like, I don't have the strength to do this. I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm just going to go do my burpees because I know, I know that that guy right there that's going to complete this obstacle, I'm faster than him and I'm going to catch him in between obstacles. And I've seen it. I've watched it. 30 burpees. Yep. Yes. And sometimes it's quicker. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm going to fail anyway. So I'm not even going to attempt it. And I'm just going to do my 30 burpees. And that's kind of like, for me, I'm like, you know, that, I don't like that because it's like at least make an attempt, but you don't have to. I mean, yeah, I've seen them. I've literally watched you guys run up to like the, the twister, touch the bar, and then run over and start doing their, their burpees because they, they don't even attempt because they're like, I know I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to do my burpees and go. And I like the obstacle completion. I was like Battlefrog. I never got to do not Battlefrog. Uh, yeah, Battle, was it Battlefrog? The other one, the one that uh, went away. I never got to do yeah. I never got to do Battle Frog, and that one was another one where they cut your band, and I didn't get to do it because yep. my foot was broke that year, and my kid did it, and I mean, it was like, I loved that. It's like, okay, you either do the obstacle, 
if you don't pass, you lose your band. If yep. you decide to, you know, continue on, and now you're no longer in the money. Correct. You know, and there was there was people that I know on that one, and Terrain was like that, but I think Terrain actually got rid of their elite elite races, but or their competitive race, but they had the same thing where it's pretty much I knew people that were in first place and ended up getting like thirtieth because they couldn't pass an obstacle and they forget they refused to give up that band. Yeah. So they just kept doing yeah, it, until, the they nice fin- until they finished it. it. it exactly, exactly. And that's the nice thing about savages. They give you as many attempts as you want. Like when it, when you think about things from the obstacle completion perspective, some people will take 10 tries. Some people will take three. But give them the option, and, and it becomes more of a, yes, this person deserves to be here because they were able to complete every single obstacle. Like, And you still have yeah. the same elite rules, no help, stuff like that, but. If you focus it more on obstacle completion, you will probably get a better, better, you know, grade of who's really an elite and who's not. Yeah, and that's me. I'm one of those ones. Most of the ones I know which ones I can finish, and I know which ones I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna gonna fail, but I will tell you, I come up to and I attempt every single obstacle. No, I will absolutely. attempt, and if I way. don't make it, you know, if I don't make it, you know, hell, I at least I tried, you know. Yeah, which to my yeah. own detriment sometimes because yeah. in Montana, I knew I shouldn't have and I dislocated my shoulder, but whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> it happens, you know. I knew it, and I, and I think I knew it, it had already <laughs> popped. You and I bring was, up an I interesting point because I, I think a lot of people try and push themselves into races when they should be listening to their body. I mean, you bring up an excellent yeah. point. I know probably people listening will be able to relate to yeah. I probably went back in too early, and and, and I, that's the one advice I could tell people is listen to your body. Like your body's going to know better than you, and I, I know it kills people to not want to do, not be able to do races. But at the end of the day, these races happen multiple times a year at different locations. Yep. Like races are going to come and go, but you don't want to put yourself in, in jeopardy of of hurting yourself permanently. Oh, I agree. And I mean, that's one of the things like, you know, my wife was shocked this year when I was, was like, we're not going to Montana. I'm having surgery. And she's like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, because normally I would be, I mean, hell, I mean, I did Hawaii in a boot. Yeah, I know. I walked you, you know, with you for, most, for a decent chunk of that. That was, that was a good time. And I, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You know, but I mean, it's. I went for it, but I mean, in that one, that's one thing I, I've defended myself multiple times where I've said, my doctor told me I was okay. You know, I did not, I, I, li- I listened to my doctor. If my doctor said no, I probably wouldn't have done it. But I'm, I've seen other people out there where their doctors have been like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. And they're like, eh, I'm going to do it anyway. And I think what it is when you get to our age and we get to that point where like my knee doesn't work right anymore because when I was 20 years old and I blew my knee out, I didn't listen to my doctor. He's like, you shouldn't be doing anything. And I'm like, cool, dude, whatever. Got home, took the brace off, and went out and played baseball. I mean, yeah, you know. And now I'm in my 40s going, okay, my knee doesn't work right. My doctor's going, well, you should have listened 20 years ago. Eh. You know. <laughs> yep, yep. Hindsight's always 20-20. So now I'm a little bit older, and it's kind of one of those, like, when I go to do a race, it's like – do do I want to do I want to hurt myself? And it was you know like Montana last year. I I on one of the other obstacles my my shoulder popped and I knew it did, and I'm like oh it'll be fine. 
And the next obstacle was the the rings. And the second I put all my weight on that arm hanging, my shoulder completely just came out of socket. And I'm like, well, that was a bad choice, you know. But, of course, what do I do? I keep going. And then afterwards, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to race tomorrow. And then I wake up in the morning and, like, you know, my my left boob is bigger than my right boob by like freaking like double and I'm like okay yeah I did some damage I need I need to sit out today you know yeah I, I've definitely but, been there where I've signed up for like three races or a, a super and a hurricane heat and then the sprint the next day and wake up the next morning I'm like this just is not in the cards today like at the end yeah. of the day races come races go you only get one body so take care of it you know. And that's just it. I mean, we, we get to that point when you're younger and you go for it and you're see I'm seeing it more and more with some of the other guys that we that are younger that are starting to be like, Yeah, maybe I maybe I shouldn't do two two in a s in a weekend or you know, wake up in the morning and be like, Yeah, maybe this isn't a good idea, you know. I mean, for us it takes me, you know, what would take me normally, you know, twenty years ago I would have been recovered in two days. Um it's like two weeks now. So I mean it's your, your body just doesn't come bounce back. Absolutely. It, yeah. It, and another piece of advice I'd give people is change it up. Don't do OCR everything because running just like yeah. trail runs and the other road runs is a phenomenal experience in itself. Like it's a totally different it level is. of training and endurance. Like a marathon, I didn't think I could ever do a marathon, but when I first came to Florida, I did two in the first year. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And when you get back here, you're doing the, you need to do the tunnel with us next year. So. Absolutely, absolutely. I should be back for that. So, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous course, and I mean that's one of the things I've forgotten because I mean when I started, I did half marathons. I'd done what six half marathons, you know, back sure. you know ten years ago before I got hurt, and I loved it. Except I just I I had lost that that love for it. And then I found OCR, and I'm like, oh, this is so much better. I'm not bored, you know, because there's obstacles in between, sure. you know, in the right middle of it. And then when I went to go do these, I hated it. But then, you know, I remembered what I loved. It came back to me. It's like, okay, now I remember why I used to like this. Because no, it's, just, it's relaxing. You're going along. You have the scenery. You're not thinking about the obstacles. You're just thinking about going, and you just keep going. You know, I just need to get Absolutely. back into the running side of it. So. No, I'm, but, I'm with you. Yeah. Work has been hell on earth for me, so I need to get back into it myself. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting thing, and I mean, I, I definitely want to start doing more more of the road stuff, but I do prefer the trail because I have found in my old age that the concrete and the asphalt is a killer on my knees. So really, if I can get the I trail runs. The complete opposite. Oh, yeah. really? For me, for me, yeah. the trail trails are a killer, and 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 Florida kind of adds a different perspective. Like Florida's completely flat, so no matter what race you, you do out here, it's going to be straight flat. I think the biggest elevation yeah. is like thirty feet, or if you're going over a bridge or something like that. But it's it, it's not bad. The, what gets you in Florida is is the hot and the humid, and that will choke the life out of you. And I wasn't ready for that the first year I came here. Like it took me, God, the first marathon was a trail one. It took me like nine hours. I finished. It was basically two laps of a half, and I finish the first lab and I'm like, all right, I'm feeling good. I could be done right now. And I was like, shit, I signed up for two labs. And then I ended up walking the second <laughs> half and wasn't ready for the heat. So uh, like I was, I almost had some heat exhaustion. It, it, it was bad, but I, I, I made, I survived. And 
uh, it, it's been a good experience. And that would be another thing, you know, running in different climates is another game changer in itself. Yeah. Like, especially in the summertime in Florida right now, it's like 96 degrees and hot and humid. Like, it just chokes the life out of you. But it adds well, a different Well, that's what I tell everyone about that. Yeah, and that's what I tell everyone about going to Hawaii is, you know, for me, it's because the first year I went, I went and I landed on Friday, raced on Saturday. So I wasn't even there a full 24 hours before I was racing. And, I mean, it was just like uh, that humid hits you. You're trying to race. I had the broken foot, so that made it a whole nother issue. But, you know, so, I mean, it was just that heat, the humidity. I'm like, this is horrible. Then the next year I went, we went on Monday, and I had a full week before I had to race. And it changed everything. Like, the heat and the humidity, it got to me, but not as bad Mm -hmm. as the year before. Because now all of a sudden I had a week to, like, kind of get used to it, you know. But then we flew back Monday. So it's like all of a sudden my legs are, you know, from doing – because I did the the Beast and the Super that year. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. my legs are cramping and they're hurting, they're tired, and now I'm going to sit on a plane for six hours. That was, like, the worst plan ever. Yeah. So that's why this Uh, year – like, last year it was going to be – yeah. I said last year was going to be a Wednesday to Wednesday. So I had a couple of days to acclimate and then a couple of days to relax afterwards. But then there was a hurricane Perfect. and we didn't have a race. So, you know. Yeah. So, but this year we're doing Monday to Thursday. So I'll actually have a full, like, from Monday to Saturday to get acclimated. And then until Thursday, we don't we don't leave until Thursday. So I have yeah, yeah, almost perfect. a week before and a week after. So, and it gives yeah, me a chance to enjoy it. We, we... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to no, say, we, we decided say, long yeah, ago. I, yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> I was say, we decided long ago to try and incorporate vacation into the, into the races. We did Vegas once where we literally, I flew down Friday. We drove out to the race. We raced Saturday. And then literally we were there less than 24 hours. And I was on a plane back home. And I was like, this was no fun. I didn't get to enjoy anything. I basically was in a rush. It was horrible. I hated it. And so we decided we turned like, like every year we go to Vegas, it's usually we're there until mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday so that we can enjoy it and make a vacation out of it. It's like, if we're going to pay all this money to travel, let's have some fun. So, no, I definitely agree with you. I, I did that a couple of years ago and Ted can vouch for this uh, when we did Breckenridge because uh, you start there at like 9,000 feet and Washington is nowhere near oh. that. So the elevation no. just wrecked my shop. And he can vouch for it. There's plenty of pictures of Ted catching up to me and me just sitting in the sandbag. And once you get to the top of the the, the, the peak of the summit, was like 11,550 feet. And I'm just dying and, like, running. You'd run, like, 10 feet, and I was out of breath. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this is going to be a long day. But elevation is another game changer. But, and, and I did the exact yeah. same thing that you did was, like, flew on a Thursday or raced on that Saturday, and then my body hated me. I was like, oh, my Lord, how am I going to survive getting home? But I, I agree. Yeah. I, think, I think giving yourself a couple of days before and a couple of days after uh, will save you dividends in the end. Oh, well. And you also get it, especially like for me, who, you know, a married guy, my wife's with me. So, I mean, most times she travels with me. So it's like I got to make it fun for her, too, because she doesn't race. She's like, I don't want to do no, this. No, absolutely. 
She's like, you're insane. You can go do that all you want, but I want to go to Vegas and I want to go to Hawaii. So, yeah. So yeah, she would literally you like, know, it's a good on race day, She goes and does things I don't want to. Yeah. She goes does all the stuff that I don't want to do. You know, like last year, I think, or no, two years ago, she went with Zane's girlfriend to go to like the King Kamehameha Museum. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun to me at all. <laughs> so. So she went and does, did that. Yeah, and this year she's going to, I think, uh, Nick's Nick's wife, Kim, I think they've already planned that Saturday they're going to the, the, the swap meet while we're all racing. So, I'm like, okay. whatever. The swap meet's actually a lot of fun. Oh, it's a blast. I've told everyone, if you go to the swap meet, don't buy anything until you've at least done a loop. <laughs> absolutely. You'll, you'll, absolutely. I did that the first time I bought this really I'm like this is the coolest shirt I've ever seen in my life and I'm like I gotta have it and I bought it and then like four booths down it was like half the price I'm like son of a if I just would have waited <laughs> yeah, definitely so. do the laps yeah so you do a lap and find out like okay I know where the prices are right I know where you know and the ones that are on the outside they're gonna they're the most because they're like hey they're going to buy this stuff before they get inside and realize you can get it for half off. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah I, I, that would be my biggest thing for everybody is, is open your eyes. Don't be afraid to try something new. Uh, definitely Bonefrog, Green Beret, Savage, all are amazing races, and it's it's definitely worth, worth giving them a shot. Like, what do you have to lose? And it, it sounds like it. Not a whole lot. I mean, a couple bucks normally, but I mean, you can you can still have fun. I mean, because that's the thing is out no, here. Absolutely. We don't have, we have you know Spartan obviously, but then, I mean, there's Mud Factor, which I did that a couple years, and I mean, when my, someone my size and my athletic ability can finish the race in 30 minutes, there's a problem. Um, no, uh, trust me, you and me are about the same, so I can relate to that too. I'm like. All right, if I'm if I'm cruising through this, then and but you know yeah. what? Sometimes that's have to experiment in, in trying to figure out what races. Like I said, Florida's got a good local race, and they do like seven different races out of the year. So I, I, I like supporting the local community as well. Like that yep. to me is worth it. Most of the local ones, their, their proceeds are going to some foundation to help somebody else out too. So yeah. And that's one thing we don't have a lot up here. I've seen a few that make it like one time. They'll do like one time and maybe two, twice, like two years that they'll yeah. do the race. And then all of a sudden you never hear about it again. There was one, I can't remember the name of it, that uh, Amber and Benton did when my my foot was broke that was up in like up somewhere on the peninsula that was actually looked really mm-hmm. cool. It was where they do like, they do boat races. Like, you know, the... Okay. The the I can't think of what the, the what kind of boat, but they're like basically almost like drifting boats. It's really cool, but that's where they did the race, hmm. the, the 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 mud run, and it was one time, and I've never heard of it again. It was like run amok oh, or wow. something like that, and it was one time, never heard of it again, and it's just like oh, yeah. you know, and I, and they keep I keep seeing all these like local ones that don't. They, they're not getting the support. So I keep trying. If I see one, I keep trying to, like, get a hold of them, get them on the podcast and talk to them and try and get them some support because I think we need more. And I think if we could get those smaller ones, the locals, 
and get more support for those, maybe we could get the bone frogs and the savage to go, hey, they do have some support over there. Let's go over there. But when you have Green Beret come in or, you know, Green Beret or Gladiator, they come in and they can't get the support to even, like, really, you know, push them enough to even want to come here. It's like, great, you know. Because I know for Green Beret, we had a... Yeah, yeah. Green Beret, I, I we had a beast team all set up. Leg work uh, on the Green Beret, and because I, I had Mark Ballas on the I can understand on the episode. Understand from their perspective because it costs a lot of money to haul all that crap cross country. It does, it does. Because yeah, we had Mark Ballas from Green Beret on the on the podcast. Talk to him. I mean, it sounds like an an amazing event, and I was so excited. I got you know. The, the fat boy crew of the, the B-Snap fat boys, we were going to go. That's what we're going to call ourselves from now on, too. So I know Don's listening to this, and he's going to be ticked at me that I said that. But we we had a team set up. We were going to go do it. And we're like, this is awesome. This is what we want to do. And, I mean, I love seeing more stuff like that. It's like, you know, the the C2 event I just the, they just had up here. You know, I, had, I talked to Lisa about that, and that sounds amazing. You know, it's like all these other events – and I think we just need to really start pushing these other events and like, you know, not saying don't push Spartan, but we, we need something different. I I need, you know, something different. I need to keep, you know, keep those, that, that excitement going. No, and when and, and you're and at the I same venue. What the, what, what the biggest thing that has basically saved me since coming to Florida, because I, I was dreading coming out here and being alone for the, past couple of years and it, having the different race venues has actually made it so much more enjoyable and different experiences and you get tested in completely different ways and each one is a unique experience and i know the west coast really just doesn't have that like like you said and and people need more of that they do because i mean that's the problem you get you get complacent you know when you're at the same venue every year for what five years now Yep. It just it gets complacent, especially when it's twice a year. You know, twice a year Absolutely. at the same place Absolutely. every year. You know, and I mean, it just I need something different, and that's one of the reasons why. Like last year, you know, I did terrain race. I did a couple of. Them. I went up to to Canada for one of the terrain races and had a blast. They were great. I had a blast. They were different style of race. You know, it wasn't. It was a completely different style than Spartan. It was a completely, you know. Did they have some issues? Yeah, but everyone does. But, I mean, it was just sure. a different style, and I loved that. And it was great to have something that challenged me in a different way. You know, where Spartan, I've just gotten so bleh. You know, like I said, nothing against Spartan. I love Spartan. Spartan's been great to me. You know, I'm going to their to, to Tahoe this year and all that stuff. But, I mean, it's just I need some variety. No, I'm with you, man. Like, like it, you'll be surprised if you do one of these races. Like, you'll be like, oh, my Lord, there's a whole other world out here. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I mean, that's one thing that's driving me nuts here is, I mean, I've done – I mean, there there was ones, I mean, people probably don't even know existed. The Hell Run, did you ever do that one? Uh, never even heard of it. Yeah, it was one that existed oh, six or seven years ago. They were up in – Carnation, I did that one. It was a freaking amazing run. It was so much fun. And there's a few others that I've seen that, you know, 
were great and fun runs that just didn't make it. And it would be great to see some of those come back, you know, either not those ones come back, but some of the ones like Savage and Bone Frog and all those to get over here. It's just getting that support. You would think with, you know, the Beast having 2,000-something members, we could, you know, get some of that support. But it just seems like every time we try and get one over here, we're just not getting that support to keep them here. So. Someday, no, I, I someday, completely agree with you. So, someday we'll, we'll get there. And if not, then hopefully some so. people will travel with me in the future and just will travel. Yeah, I, and I that's going to be my plan. Hawaii, I like, I, like, like you in Hawaii, I think Florida will definitely be, I will come back here at least once a year to do Savage Weekend. And that's the thing is I'm looking at. Like I said, next year I'm looking at, you know, I, this year I've got I've pretty much got everything planned out. I, I already did Vegas. I'm doing Hawaii, and then I'm going to Tahoe um, for the the Spartan Media Day and all of that. But next year I'm looking at traveling more at looking at some of the other races. You know, I've done Hawaii. This is my fourth year going to Hawaii. I mean, I want to try something different. You know, maybe next year it's Florida, or it's you know sure. somewhere on the East Coast. You know, I haven't been to Florida in a few years, like well, five or six years, actually. And, you know, maybe go down there for a weekend and do one of the Savage races or look at, you know, North Carolina or something like that. Just go explore the East Coast. Get get out of my comfort Absolutely. zone. Try something different. Absolutely. So, and I think that to me is, is the sign of, of, of a solid race when it doesn't matter what area you go to you can say, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to do this race every year. So, like, you and Hawaii, Spartan, or Spartan in general, like, and I, I think that speaks volumes of the organization as well, that if you can get that, and, and like, Savage Race pulls in a lot of people, like, probably not as much as, like, Spartan, but like I said, they're still young compared to Spartan, you know? Spartan's yeah. been around for quite a while, so... Eventually, these other races will probably start creeping up towards, but uh, just looking at the OCR awards and stuff like that, Savage is starting to get on the map. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing a lot of people don't think about is Spartan has been, I mean, they've been doing just in Washougal since 2012 or 11. So, I mean, they've been around a while. I mean, you know, and some of these like Savage and Bone Frog, they're still three or four years in. They're not very big. They're not very old yet. So, and I mean, the no, way I they're growing. Agree. I mean, there's us on the West Coast that have heard of these people, and they were like, hey, you need to get over here. But it's a matter of finding, you know, finding venues and stuff like that. And I think that's part of the problem from I've heard from some people is finding some of the venues that are big enough and can do what you need to do over here. So and, and I can I can kind of understand that perspective, but with, I think with enough planning, if in a, if we could massively support one of these guys, then they probably would make the effort. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things because I know originally Spartan was supposed to do a race on Fort Lewis, on J or sorry JBLM Joint Base Loot whatever it's called <laughs> now, but. It's hard for me because I grew up with it being Fort Lewis and, you know, McCord Air Force Base, and now it's JBLM. But yep. it's, but there was problems with, you know, Washington State identification. You can't get on the bases. 
unless you have the enhanced right. license or I mean I have I have so many badges and everything now I just kind of throw them at the guards when I show up like which one do you want no I, I am I am the complete same way I have to have a badge for every base or whatnot yeah I'm just yep. like yeah which one will work yeah it's like I have my twic my NAVC my D bids my enhanced driver's license I mean which one do you want guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can definitely relate to that yeah so doing uh, construction you know, and construction safety i end up on all of them so yeah I, I can completely understand that but no i think i'm looking forward to coming back home permanently at the end of the year but like i said i think to me the sign sign of a good race series and is is one that keep you coming back and i think that's what savage and bone frog have definitely done for me is is those those yeah. will be races that I, I I consistently try and make an effort to save up for so I can travel to either Alabama or Florida or wherever the the venue the at. Well, I think it's one of those that it's not just the ones that keep you coming back; it's the ones that you bring your friends with you. No, oh, absolutely. Does that make sense? Like, like all of a absolutely. sudden, it's not just like, "Hey, I'm going back to this." It's like, "Who's going with me?" You come oh, with me, I would, and that's I would take all the beasts with me to a savage race. You guys would have a blast. Yeah, and that's what makes them a, a great race. It's like you know the Spartans. I brought my niece, a couple different nieces to them, a bunch of friends. My my best friend Don. We didn't talk for a few years, and all of a sudden we're doing Spartan races together because that's what brought us back together. And you know, friends, you know. I've met so many people through these races, but it's one of those things, like I said, I want more challenges. That's why, you know, that's why I did the, you know, the, the tunnel marathon because I wanted another challenge, yeah. you know, and it's kind of one of those that, you know, like I said, I love Spartan. Spartan's been amazing to me for years. I'm part of the street team. I know so many people that work for Spartan and everything else, but I want more. I, I want another challenge, you know, Spartan's gotten me to a point where I'm like, I don't, and in a lot of ways, it's Spartan's fault that I want those challenges because they brought that to me. They turned me into that, like, I'm not happy unless I'm challenging myself. And I think that's well, been yeah, one of my biggest problems the last couple of years. You know, well, with I, injuries I and everything else, I'm not challenged. I agree. And the one thing that really kind of turned me away from Spartan was the fact that they really haven't changed anything. They they really haven't added much, and like they haven't evolved in my opinion. Like e- even with them talks of bringing back the gladiators, I mean, you're bringing back something you had. That's not really changing. That's not evolving. No, but no, it's not. And I mean, there there's a few things. And I mean, I'll be honest, they've changed. They've done a few things that are pretty cool. You know, um, added some some new obstacles that are that are interesting, but it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's seems like it's more variations on obstacles they already have rather than coming up with, you know, I mean, I don't know how to really say it. I mean, it's like if you watch American Ninja Warrior every year, Mm -hmm. there's two or three obstacles that are completely 180 degrees away from everything they've ever done. Yep. That's just some crazy obstacle that you're like, what screwed up person came up with that? 
because I exactly. want to eat them because this is awesome, you know. And that's Absolutely. what I, I think that's what I'm missing right now with Spartan is it's been years since they've come up with an obstacle where I've come up to it and been like, what Dude. acid? <laughs> who who was on acid and drinking you know some whiskey, maybe some peyote? Came up with this freaking thing, this nightmare. And that's what I miss. And I know it sounds horrible to say it that way, but that's that to me is an obstacle that I come up to and I'm like, who came up with this nightmare? Because I want to meet him and shake their hand because this is disgusting. This is sick. But I want to I want to shake their hand because it's amazing. And it's been a while exactly. since they came up with something like that. You know. And that's what I'm, yeah, you know. I, just, I think that's I why think I've been looking like Bone Frog and Savage to to get that, like, definitely. oh. Yeah. Yeah, you will definitely get that like, if, if you try one of those. Yeah, I've been looking like Tough Mudder that we have up here, and I've never, amazingly, and I know a lot of people are still surprised at this, I've never done a Tough Mudder. Is my buddy keeps trying to convince me to do those, but there's a lot of those obstacles that I'm like, that's a sick. I know I don't want to do that. So, but, <laughs> which means I should be doing it. So, because everyone knows I don't like putting my head under water. I can't see under. There's like four obstacles that I've seen on Tough Mudder where you're like completely underwater and ice cubes like beating you in the head. That I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound like fun to me at all. I'm like, I know I've been married 18 years, but I'd like some stuff to keep working, not completely frozen off. But no, I I completely agree with you, man. Like Savage does have 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 an obstacle like that, but you don't have to do it. Like like I said, it's it's catered to just about any type of individual. It's catered to the people that just want to go out and have fun. It's catered to the elites and stuff like that. Like that's that's the other but nice thing is that's me though. You you know me well enough to know that if I come up to an obstacle that I'm like I really 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 don't want to do this that's more incentive for me to be like, okay, then you should, you know, sure. I, the I'm fact the that you way, don't want to do it and it scares you, then you should probably, this is the one out of everything else on this course. This is the one you should be doing because of the fact that you don't want to do it and it scares you. Absolutely. So, which is why I should do a tough minor. Cause the one that scares me is the electrical shock. I hate electricity. I heard like, they got rid of the it. Only I could be wrong. They might still have it. Oh. Because the only thing for me, like, the one thing that, like, besides putting my head underwater I can't see into, the one thing that I hate the most besides E.T. is the electrical shock. I completely agree. I hate electrical shock. To me, to me, electricity I, doesn't really have any bearing on how good of an athlete you are. No. But the thing is, for Tough Mudders, on real and all reality, they can't – getting rid of it would be dumb because that's become what they're known for. That would be like McDonald's gotcha. getting rid of the Big Mac. Yeah. It's sure. not good for you, but everyone knows that knows you for it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No. But someday my – Don's still trying to convince me, and maybe this year I might do this. I might do it. I don't know yet. I haven't done a tough oh. motor since I first got into OCR, so I would be down for giving it a go again. Just it's just one that I've just never done. It was every year I was supposed to do it. I was scheduled to do it in 2016. I was going to volunteer the day before because I have a, a, a I'm a train the trainer 
for uh, first okay. aid. So I was going to yeah. so be a first aid provider there and get a free race that way. You actually, Perfect. if you're a first aid provider, you get a free race and you get paid. So right. <laughs> I was going to be a first aid win, provider win. The, on, yeah, on Saturday, and then I was going to race on Sunday. And then I broke okay. my foot. And this never – and then the next year, what, I think it was the same day as Spartan or something, and I had to choose one or the yep. other. And, yeah, it, it got – so I just have never really done it. So this year it's actually an open weekend. So I might be, well, Warrior Dash and then Tough Mudder the next day. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, that wouldn't be too bad. We'll see. No. And, and I've seen races like Tough Mudder start breaking theirs up because they used to be like a half marathon. And now theirs is, this is, theirs is like a lot shorter now. So it's not nearly as bad. No, and I've heard it's more it's more obstacle you know, more about the obstacles than the distance. And it sounds like it's more like it's team-based obstacles. There's a lot of stuff that, I mean, you can kind of do alone, but a lot of them it's like, it's easy unless you have help. So it's like designed yeah, to be a team-based thing. So. And, and so, Green Beret operates like that too. They have a couple different races, one yeah. for the individual, the operator course or the challenge for the commando. That's more team-based. That's one I'm definitely interested in doing at some point is 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 the T based ones because I think that would be a phenomenal experience. To me, I envision it looking like a kind of like a hurricane heat. Well, I know the original so, Green Bay that was supposed to be here was the team based. Correct. It was the team based. But then because one. they yeah they because they couldn't get enough because, people, then it went to the correct. Yeah. Uh, so, I, don't get me wrong. I think the Wicked Trail Race is still going to be phenomenal because, like I said, they have a knack for finding places that just have really good environments that they'll figure out how to make it torturous and painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I've heard. So, yay. So, we've been we're, – we're almost at an hour. So, we should probably All wrap right. this up, but – in, I'm good. In, in closing, what would you say to the listeners? If one of the, if you had to say anything to the listeners about why they should travel to the East Coast and do a race, what would you say that you haven't already said? We've said quite a bit. Yeah, we've said quite a bit, but I've also said the same thing over and over in time. Don't be afraid to try something new. Like you already traveled for Spartan, so why not travel for something else? Challenge yourself in a different way. I agree. I agree. So, perfect. Well, thank you for talking with me, Kyle. And I can't wait to see you when no you're problem. back here, you know, full-time. Um, it's been too long. I'd say last time I think I saw you was in Hawaii, which is weird. But So, Absolutely. perfect. Well, thank you for being on this. Permanently. Oh, yeah. I bet you are. So, thank you for being with me on the episode. And, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Have a good one, Mike. Yeah, you too. 
Grays Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Grays Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.